What's up, everyone? This is Tea Time with Robin, episode 35. If it's not, I apologize. We were trying to figure it out in the back end. But what's up, Robin? How you doing? I'm just fine, fine, fine. Ready to go for another preseason game. Yes, man. Um, so Saturday happened. <laughs> Saturday did happen. How do you feel about, we're going to get into it. But how do you feel initially right now about our uh, our team? Good. I feel positive in many respects. I have a couple areas of concern, which we will talk about yes. in some detail. But overall, I liked what I saw. Okay. I think we need to see a little bit more from Kyle Allen. He looked a little nervous. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that kind of calm down a little bit, but otherwise I thought the lines both looked pretty solid and the hog mollies are who I love. The guys I know. in the trenches. I you know, know you love them. I you do. love them. Okay. So, so let's get into it. Um, yep. Starting with the offense first. Allen, the second Allen, I'll just say second Allen, Allen number two, um, had a rough game. Um, he uh, still learning the system. You know, we all know that the system is very complex. It's very, you know, you need to you get involved in it. Um, I'm going to give him a pass, though. I'm going to give him a pass. Barkley is a vet. He should understand this, the book. He's been here for several years. He knows right. the Buffalo system, the Buffalo Bills system. He, he looked comfortable. He looked dialed in. Um, so, I'm like I said, I'm going to give Allen a pass. Likewise. You know. Likewise, I think it's a complex offense, but you also have so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to get players in, you're trying to see how this guy matches up here and move this offensive lineman over there. It's it's a mess in the preseason anyway. So well, sure. it is. You know, it's kind of it, it's just kind of everything's sort of glumped together, and I think it's really possible that Kyle felt a little overwhelmed, you know, maybe by all this stuff happening. I'm going to give him a pass too. That's my bottom line. I'm going to give him a pass. Um, We were discussing the fact that Kyle Allen should be number two, right? This behind Josh Allen. There's a lot of people speaking about, Matt Barkley should be behind the backup quarterback to Josh Allen. And I disagree. Um, We all know Matt Barkley is what Matt Barkley is. We, we understand he went into the jets and won that game. I'm all for winning. Whoever wins games for the Buffalo bills, (laughs) put them in, but we can honestly say, come on guys. We can honestly say the reason why, Matt Barkley looked the way he did because he was playing with the third strainers. If anything, I would love to see Matt Barkley play. I don't think it's going to happen this, this game. Oh, excuse me. Because we just heard that starters are playing a quarter and a half this upcoming um, game against the Steelers. But I think we would see a different Matt Barkley if he was playing with the ones. Oh, for sure. You know, so for sure. And, you know, Matt doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't. He doesn't. 
I think and, and Kyle Allen has the arms, not a not a Josh Allen arm strength, but he ha- he has the arm strength. The only person you can talk about in the same conversation with Josh Allen is Patrick Mahomes, right? In terms of arm strength, mm-hmm. and so. I have to remind myself of that sometimes because when people say something and make a comparison, I'm like, well, nobody's Josh Allen. Okay. So nobody's got his arm. So let's give Kyle a chance to delve into the playbook a little bit and feel a little bit more comfortable. And I'm all for him playing as much as, as he can in this next preseason game. As soon as the, as soon as the starters sit, you know, bring Kyle in and let's go. Right. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about some wide receivers and some guys that you like that showed out oh. a little bit. Oh, okay. Let's go because we are so deep at wide receiver. Oh my goodness. We are so deep. We are so We're deep. deep. We're deep. We are deep. We are deep. I love deep, it though. Deep. I can't remember a time when we've had a group of wide receivers this deep. And it's it's a variety. It's not the same. Yes. It's not the, like the Smurfs that um, Sean McDermott called them maybe two years ago. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a variety of guys that we have. It is, and they actually have gotten bigger. Yes. Like, lots bigger across the board. But, okay, the guys, I thought it was very interesting. I should ask you this that Justin Shorter didn't get much of a look in that first preseason game. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that because I think, because we were talking behind the scenes about um, Dane Jackson Mm. and Dane Jackson only getting several looks, you know, or several um, um, reps. And you speak about Shorter and Shorter not getting a lot of reps. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's like the opposite of that. You know what I mean? But not mm-hmm. to cut you off, go ahead, because we're going to definitely talk about day. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking it's like, okay, so do they know what they already have in shorter? Because everybody's been talking about how lights out he's been playing in training camp and practices. And truthfully, I mean, listen to this. Okay. So you've got shorter you're thinking about. You've got Isabella, mm. who's another guy that I think that they're going to have to really make some decisions about. We've got Tyrell Shavers, who scored who a had, touchdown. He's one or two touchdowns. Oh, maybe two. So Shavers, he's he's on the line again. Maybe we can get him on the practice squad. But then you add Marcel Aitman, mm-hmm. Desmond Patman, and these guys all showed something, in yeah. my opinion. So, and we can talk about this later on down the road, but I'm thinking having this plentiful supply of wide receivers, do we try to make a trade because we're going to end up cutting somebody that's going to end up starting on another team? And And you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't put Isabella on a practice squad because I think he might get poached. Um, I don't think you put shorter on the practice squad because I think he get poached as well. Exactly. It's, this is a tough roster to make for sure. I would hate to be the GM or the coach in the room trying to make these decisions. Exactly. And again, I think there's pieces here that if they're looking to fortify another position 
make a little trade before you end up having to cut the guy off the roster and letting him go free. And the only person I could see they may trade for is Andy Isabella because he reminds me of a Beasley. Yes. He does. He, reminds yes. Me of, he, he might be quicker than Beasley for sure. Um, but yeah, he reminds me of Beasley. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the wide receivers, they did well. They did well. I love our yes. wide receiver game um, roster room rather. Um, so moving on to the O-line. My boys, my big boys. Okay, so the notes that I have here that I've scribbled, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Tommy Doyle okay. because Tommy is coming back from the ACL surgery that he had, and we saw him go out of the game with knee soreness. Mm-hmm. He has subsequently returned to practice, which is good, a good yes. sign. But what I wonder about with him, is he going to be one of these guys that takes an extra year to really feel comfortable with his knee? Right. And right. that when he went down and he's grabbing his knee and stuff, I'm thinking to myself, oh boy. Uh, but you want him to work out because this dude is big. He's like 6'8", isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a big he's guy. A big, He's a big guy and he's got a good spirit. He's, he's a little bit like Spencer Brown, you know, kind of a meathead. Um, he but, will be, he will be starting behind Spencer Brown. I, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, he's depth. He's a depth player for sure, but I would really hate to lose him. Yeah. I just don't know. Are they going to be able to be patient with him? if they need to be in terms of his, his knee. And as we know, you know, sometimes those ACLs are yeah. your head, you know, some players like Trey white, right. You no know, Trey, Trey had a little bit of a time last year trying to get used to being out on the field again. The other guy that I wrote down uh, to talk about a little bit is Vandemark. I, I mm. thought he, he looked okay. Uh, he's got a ways to go. He's rough, but he's another big dude that if he, if he works out, it would be nice to have that depth. And then the other thing I wrote down was about Bates, you know, Mm. Bates and and Torrance are going to be fighting for that right guard spot. And I wonder Bates is so valuable to the team because he can play all three inside positions that I wonder if they'll start, Bates at right guard at the beginning of the season, just because, okay, I think it was Steve Tesker. Somebody said, okay, you're going to put Torrance in on Monday night football. Right. Right. Jets. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what do you but, think? Okay, so, okay. So the starting lineup for, for the preseason game was um, Deion Dawkins, McGovern, Right? Yeah. Morris, Morris. Osiris, Torrance, and Brown. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked that Montgomery was in there? No. Okay. Okay. So no, I, because- I actually like that starting lineup. And I mean, Osiris held his own against some starters up there. He did. I mean, he kind of got beat, but he, he, he recovered. He did. And he didn't let the guy go by him because they said once he puts his hands on you, it's kind of over. 
Um, and we've seen that. Yeah. I, I'm not going to, I've said this on my other pod. I did not think that Osiris Torrance would start. I kept saying, I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he's going to start. Um, looks like he might start. He might. <laughs> he might. He, might. he better be ready, though. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's an important game. It's a Monday night game. It's against your rival. Maybe they won't start him because of the hype expect. Exactly. You know, maybe they'll thinking. put, yeah, put Bates in there to calm the rookie down and say, all right, are you ready now, Torrance? Yeah. You know, so I can, I can see, that. see that as well. I can see that. I just but don't getting, want Bates getting hurt because he's so valuable to us. But Bates, they were, so Bates was in there with Osiris and Bates was, was a center and Osiris was um, um, the, guard. the guard. So mm -hmm. I, that looked great as well. You know, the whole rotation and a whole versatility on this line. All I need is for the, the best guys to be in front of Josh. So he is mm -hmm. protected. And I can maybe you can say this might be Josh's kind of best line. Besides, I want to say his rookie season, he might have a good line up there, too. I can't remember, but I want to say it might have been that as well. I don't um, think it was as deep as this line is because this right. line is you know, this no. line is deep all the way down, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like this line. Um, yeah. Let's say what was going to say. What we can move on. Know? We can move on. We can move on. Because I'm going back and forth on. with notes because I, I, I wrote watching the game and also trying to take notes. Don't it's work. Crazy. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because then you miss a play. <laughs> Because you you had texted me and I was, I didn't see that I was like oh wait a minute oh man so yeah, yeah I I, I, I did go back and watch text. it though it's okay because I like it I do I like it <laughs> well you get do. ready okay get let's ready, talk about the running backs oh yeah okay now we have this is when we were talking this is when we were texting back and forth the most I want to say yes <laughs> we have and now we have two cooks in the division but. Our guy, our guy, James Cook, he looks like the real uh, deal. Yeah. He looks he like the real deal. I think he is ready to have a breakout season. And I can't wait to see him get out there because he is going to run his little self right down the field, back and mm -hmm. forth, back and forth. I could see a few screen passes. He's got good hands. Mm -hmm. James looked good. He now, did. We didn't see we didn't see Damian Harris because he's got knee soreness. And I hope that's not something that's going to be a, a person. He was back out there right. yesterday. He was back good. practicing yesterday. So that's good. Good. But I'll tell you what, girlfriend, Latavius Murray. Okay. Sign he's, me up. Okay. I did not know he was almost tall as Josh. He's big. That's a big guy. That's a big running back. Your running backs are normally not that big. Not that he's tall. Like a Derek Henry. You know, yeah. he's big. He's a big dude. But he's got good hands, too. He does. They did some screens for him as well. So, it, I mean, I, I I love our running back room. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan of the pills. I just, I said this on a pod. I was on the Barbershop um, podcast. And I said to them, this might be the best um, running back room that Josh has had. Besides, so. besides um, McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, 
I mean, he right. was one piece. But right. all in all, we have three three running backs back there are that are legit. Very legit. And Jordan Mims didn't look that bad either. Forgot about Jordan Mims. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm thinking he could get stashed on the practice squad and it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Right. No, not at all. Not at all. So I think we're I think we're ready. You're right. The running back room has more talent, I think, than it's had in a very long time. And they're different. Okay. Mm -hmm. The problem we had like last year is our running backs were all like the same size, the same yeah. running back. Right. And now we've got Cook, who's a little demon. And then you put Latavius Murray in and it's like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and James Cook, who can run between the tackles, and he's he's fast. Yeah. That Jesus. that block that that I want to say was um, Knox, and he got to the to the touchdown, and I was like, oh, he's not gonna get, it. he's not gonna hit the hole. And he hit the hole so fast, like he's explosive. Yes, he is. James Cooks is, is explosive. He looked really good out there. He did. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um. Tight ends, I, no targets for the tight ends, but I, you know, I don't know if I'm ex, ex, sus, blah, surprised about this or it's something that they're trying not to do. <laughs> yes, that's exactly you know what, what I mean. Because they came out the very first play was two tight end set, mm -hmm. and, and no targets to the tight ends, and it's no like, targets. But okay. they get them out there, and I can't tell you, I have begged, I have pleaded, I have just wanted for so long for us to have one really good tight end, let alone two. To and two, two and a half. Because yes. Quentin Morris, I, I have to say, he's a blocker. I mean, Quentin Morris can get you out there and get you a touchdown. He's Quentin not Dawson Knox. but He's got yeah. good hands, yes. and I'm going to always be behind our Mac Daddy. That's <laughs> our Mac Daddy. And Quentin Morris is going to, he's He's going to be a part of the, he's going to be a part of the offense. I yeah. think he's going to be more involved than some people think. Thank you, Robbie, for showing up. We appreciate you. Yes, Robbie. Hi, I love Robbie. <laughs> love you. Um, okay, and then the other thing I had written down. Now we're going to have a couple go to the at least one go to the practice squad. Sternberger or Wilson? I'm not sure which which one will will be added. Now Sternberger was he with? Green Bay? Wasn't uh, he with Green so. Bay? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they got to they have enough tight ends because if they run a bunch of two tight end sets and somebody goes down, you got to have people ready to, like, Absolutely. And play. Yeah. So I think that they keep – they'll have three tight ends on the 53, I believe, and then one on the practice squad because they, they got to have somebody ready to go. Right, right, right. So, yeah. But that's all I have in my notes for the offense for that game. All right. We're going to get to the one that you like the most, and that is the defense. And we're going to start out with the guy that we were talking about behind the scenes, which is our quarterback room. Dane Jackson only played – he started with Trey White. And people seem to think that he started with Trey White, he's going to be the starter with Trey White because he only played a few series with Trey White, and that is it. He got the pick. He got the interception. Dane Jackson is solidified. He is the starter. Well, I have news for you. Doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Doesn't happen that way, yeah. Huh? In that way, it 
we already know, don't we, who Dane Jackson yes. is? Yeah, we know. So we we already know what we, we don't, don't need to know. see him. We don't no. need to see him. What we don't know is Kyer Elam. Excuse mm. me, but uh, Kyer Elam, he has got to put some time in in the preseason. <sighs> yeah, he's a little worrisome for me. I would like to see more from him. I'm going to be watching him like a hawk in this upcoming preseason game because it's time for him to start putting his stuff together. Yeah. So Kyrie and Benford both had, they're both handsy. Let's be honest. They're both handsy. They both have penalties. Sean McDermott hates penalties. He hates it. He hates it with a passion, especially when you are a third and I don't know if it was a third and something on the time that he got the penalty, but I mean, you just gave them, the five yards or whatever. Um, but I did speak on this before when I said that Kair Elam last year had to put on boxing gloves because he was holding so much. And apparently it didn't help. Kair is, <laughs> is handsy. I mean, Diggs will tell you. Um, Ken Dorsey spoke about it, you know, in, in practice at training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that is becoming a problem. And we don't want, I don't know if it's out there already that he might be handsy. You you can't get away with it. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want that reputation on you either. Because if it's mm-hmm. not, because I thought the the one that they called on Kyrie, it wasn't a penalty. But the fact that you're handsy, they're gonna call it. Yes. You know, if you have that reputation, they're gonna be looking for it. Oh show. Yeah. And 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 also in Sean McDermott's presser, and I, after this I'm done. Um, he said he wanted to take an extra looks at a extra look at Kyrie Elam in Benford. Yes, absolutely, so I- absolutely. And I don't think it's Jane Jackson's job automatically, but I do think he's ahead of Benford and Elam at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, it didn't hurt that he came out and snagged that interception yeah, right. from the get go. You know right. that. That didn't hurt anything. And Dane Jackson's always had good hands for INTs. So he's, you know, that that is a part of his game. Are we going to move on to middle linebacker? Yes. Um, oh, man. So today, Sean McDermott had his presser earlier this morning, and they asked about middle linebacker. And they asked about um, Dot. And Sean McDermott said that he needs to see improvement. I'm not going to say I'm going to leave, leave sleep over, lose sleep over the middle linebacker, but I mean, it is, oh man, I miss, <laughs> I would never thought I would say this, but I do miss Tremaine Edmonds. I do. Because this is the only piece on this defense that may give me some um, some worries. Yeah, Mm -hmm. heartburn, for sure. Because it didn't look great. It did not look great. It did not. You know, I've said this before, and I think what happened with the middle linebacker position, because everybody is going nuts on social media about it, I think they really hoped to be able to draft Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. He would have been the perfect fit 
with this defense and with McDermott. But it didn't happen because Detroit, I don't know whether they moved up, but I know they they drafted him early, earlier yeah. than what other everybody people. anticipated. Yeah. And I think they did it because they wanted him. It was mm-hmm. like, you know what? We, we're going to get him because if we don't, the Bills are going to take him. And because everybody knows we need him in a linebacker. So, okay. So we didn't get Jack Campbell. So we get Dorian Williams. Now, we need to have a little chat about Dorian Williams because I think he needs to be on the field. I think that's where that they did it with Tremaine. Okay. Now, let me back up the train here. Because it seems as if McDermott's hesitation might have something to do with all of the play calling responsibilities that the middle linebacker has to get everybody set and doing all of Mm -hmm. that. And I do remember McDermott saying he was hoping that Dorian Williams would be able to play a little bit more free in the outside linebacker position, take that role away from him so that he doesn't feel so burdened by it. Right. Here's my thing. Why not let Micah Hyde call the plays and keep Dorian Williams out there? Because you saw what he did in the first preseason game. He was all over the place. He was. He's And he's a hard hitter. Um, he's a hard hitter. We need him. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it in the preseason game. If you want to see how he is, do it in the preseason game. I mean, it can't hurt. You can't. It's not a win or loss. Who cares? But you know, Micah it doesn't go Hyde, against the record or anything. Micah Hyde has called yes. plays in the defense in the past. Yes. And he's smart and he knows what he's looking at because he's been looking at it for, you know, seven years. He's been in the same defense. Micah Hyde can do the job as far as yeah. being the quarterback of the defense. T-Dot just didn't look comfortable out there. He didn't. He did not look comfortable. It looked like it was too overwhelming for him. He he was late. If he was aggressive, he was too aggressive. He was um, wasn't in. The, he didn't hit the hole. Like if he did, he over pursued. It was. It just seemed like he was a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. No other way than that. <laughs> I was just like, "What is this guy doing?" Right. And maybe it's the frustration, blah, 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 the frustration from practice because it, they've stated that it has been heated practices this week, and it's been him. <laughs> so maybe he's frustrated because, and Sean McDermott talked about it: communication, frustration. Maybe he's just frustrated because he's not, quote unquote, getting it. You know, it's a lot. You're no longer backing up, Tremaine. You are potentially the starter. So maybe it's too much. And he's not as good in coverage. I mean, he's he's not. So Ugh, I don't know. Is what I saw in the game was Dorian Williams out there doing his thing. And when Dorian just, came in, he was just hitting the pocket. Like, he was just hitting it. Yeah. I think he needs to be on the field. You know, McDermott's always talking about we, we want to have the best players on the field. Well, <clears throat> as far as the middle linebackers go, 
or inside linebacker, I don't care what you want to call it, mm -hmm. Dorian Williams outplayed Dotson. Yeah. And yeah. it's his job to lose. And I honestly believe if you just take the pressure off him, the psychological pressure off of him in terms of calling the plays and let Micah Hyde do it, Dorian will find his way. But I wonder what it is now because Tremaine, well, Dotson played, not Dotson, um, Williams played middle linebacker, right? In college. I believe so, yeah. So, okay, you did it for Tremaine. Tremaine was 19. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's something that we're not, and if anybody knows, maybe it's something that I'm, I'm missing that I'm not understanding why they One don't feel thing, comfortable. One though, about Tremaine in his, his rookie year, I mean, every year, I'm not saying that every year you're not trying to win the Super Bowl, but this I, year, I, I think you. there's a, I think there's a little bit more pressure on the team and to get it right. And having McDermott as the DC also, yeah, is, yeah. it's going to be different, you know? It's yeah, because be you're right. Because Tremaine came in when the Bills were trying to make the playoffs or, you know, they weren't the team that they are now. So I, right. I totally understand. I get it. I get it. I do get it. Um, I do want to speak about the fact that Micah Hyde, um, Jordan Poyer, and Tremaine, and not Tremaine, uh, Trey White was on the field together they for the good. first time in two years, and they looked good. They did. I was so happy to see Micah Hyde out there. Like, he oh was my the God. player that we lost last year that I missed the most. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of all of them, because he is the heart and soul of that defense. That's why I think he, he would be fine being the designated play caller and getting everybody all together in, in, in line. He can do it. Dorian. And I think Jordan Boyer missed him as well, because Jordan yes. Boyer had a lot on his plate because yes. Micah Hyde wasn't out there. So yes. he was taking on more responsibilities as Absolutely. well. So them, all three of them being back there, the, the gang's back. And, and, and um, Johnson there as well. I forgot about him. Um, all four of them being back there, the OGs. Um, OGs. Love it. Love to see. I also want to speak about, um, it was Hyde back there. It was Saran Neal. Anytime you see Saran Neal, it's a problem for me. Anytime I see Saran Neal on the field, it's a problem. I'm like, no, sorry, Saran. I, I just, ah, that means my boys aren't back Taren. there. <laughs> yeah. Taryn Johnson, you know, he has been probably the most underrated, underappreciated player on our defense for a mm -hmm. long time. I think that we should all be grateful that he's on the field when he is because he hits like a Mack truck. Oh gosh, and doesn't he? he? And he's a small yeah, he guy. Really does. He's a small guy, but he hits hard. So how did you did you rap? Did you see anything that you liked about rap or was it just Yeah. You know? I think he's gonna be out on the field as well. Uh there's gonna be some dime packages. There's gonna, you know, there's gonna be some different looks. And the other thing I do want to mention, because I made a note of this, was Damar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. And he looked terrific, but yeah. the thing that I'm most excited about is he might be our blitzing guy. 
because he was up at the line a couple of times and he looked mighty speak fine. About that. Let's speak he, about the defense being aggressive that people think they're not going to be aggressive. Exactly. Like, they came out being aggressive. Sean made note of Joy and Poyer always blitz for the most part. Um, but we've seen Damar Hamlin, and then not even that. Here I go. Oh no, Damar's blitzing. I'm like, what? Take that out. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be fine. I think that's why he did it. McDermott just got yeah. him out there, and it's like, get it. Hey, are him. you fine? You good? You ready? You good? You're gonna blitz. Because <laughs> you're gonna blitz. You're gonna be right, a blitzer. Right. right. I, I thought the the play calling the for the defense um, was great. I mean, although it's vanilla, we know it's very vanilla, but I just thought that Sean coming out and and I don't think that's being talked about either though. Right. We're talking about rookies coming in. We're talking about all these new players playing. How about the fact that Sean now is calling this defense? He called defense not for the first time. We know that Sean has called defense on this, on this team, but for it to be his own. Leslie Frazier's not there. This is Sean's defense. I mean, I don't think too much is being spoke about Sean also calling this defense for this season. And I know Absolutely. people, you know, so I'm just, I don't know. I'm just a little excited about, about <laughs> that. And we, we can also speak about the, we're going to go back to the offensive line and Brandon Shell stating that he wants to retire mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not putting a monkey wrench in our stuff, but, um, I think for when it came to Brown, we were probably saying that Shell was going to be his back backup. Now right. Shell is not there. We got David Quinson, Quinsonberry, right? Quinsonberry. Quinsonberry. And then yeah. who was the other guy you said? Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle. And then we have Von uh, Vandermark. Oh my God. Yep. Yes. Vandermark. Mm-hmm. I and mean, like <laughs> like we both five. said. Right, right. So, why? What we got? Yeah, we gotta, gotta, because I don't. There's no one out there right now. Unless there's, you know, when roster cuts come along, if they find somebody that gets cut from another team that they can add. But absolutely, Uh, it's it's not surprising. It seems like every once in a while, there's a player that comes into camp and then decides that it's time to retire. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they don't do it the way Vontae Davis did. Oh, God. <laughs> I, just come, I was like, what? I was like, who t- what? He doesn't come out the locker room. <laughs> Wait, who does that? <laughs> Apparently, Vontae did you Davis. Hear the, did you hear the exchange between uh, Trey White and Sean McCoy? When no. they talked about the that he didn't come out the locker room, you got to go back and listen to it. It's hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious. The, what? Their what take on him retiring. Yeah, it's it's just hilarious. Um, but anyway, we got the Steelers coming up. Um, we're going to the Steelers. The starters are going to start for a quarter and a half. Um, I'm going to be praying on my knees yeah, to make sure that them. no one is injured. <laughs> Um, but what do you want to see in this game? Okay. I have a few notes. First of all, we got to see a lot of Kyle Allen because I think Kyle needs the reps and it will be very helpful for him. Torrance also Osiris, where are we going to see him? Is he going to start? Is he going to play? What, you know, I want, I want to look at that. I think 
as far as Spencer Brown is concerned, I made a note that we need to see more consistency from him. He has looked better. I just hope his back holds up because that has been a problem in the past. And then the other thing I made a note of is on the defensive line, Tim Settle. He, I said, oh, I didn't even talk about Tim Settle. Tim Settle. Oh, God. I said, I send, I send, I send you a text and say, well, you know, he needs to play better. And then and what did he do? Next, he played better. He gets a sack. <laughs> like, he gets a sack. Play. And then he gets a sack and a half because it was Puna. It was a Puna or, or, or Boogie Bash and one or the other. And I text back. I said, well, you called him. I did. <laughs> and I he did it. Like, okay, well, let's go. I'll, I'll say this because we didn't, we didn't touch on um, Tim Settle. I think that Tim Settle understands the the assignment and he needs, he know he needs to step up because I, I, I'll say this last year, everybody thought because Tim Settle was behind two guys on that Washington team that he was ready to go. But us as fans like, yeah, he's ready. But there's a whole book that needs to be taught. And I think for us, we're just like, Oh, he read the book and there's going to be gone. He's going to come out. But, I think with this this year underneath his belt, I think Tim Settle is going to be a different player. And they spoke about it as well. So I'm glad to see Tim Settle is finally, finally getting it. His body looks a little different to me, too. It looks to me he like lost, he lost um, 16 pounds. Oh, okay. Well, then I wasn't just tripping. Yeah, okay. he lost 16 pounds. He, well, that may help him. And yeah. I hope so, because I was sort of disappointed in, in his performance last year. So mm-hmm. he's somebody that I'm that I'm eyeballing pretty closely. And of course, you know, I'm going to be watching Puna. Yes. Because Puna's my dude. Didn't Puna have a sack, too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least yeah. half a sack. But yeah, Puna is going to help us with the run game. Mm-hmm. Stopping the run. That's what we need. You know, Daquan can't do it all. And so when he rotates out, having Puna there, I think is going to be a big plus. Big yeah. Big plus. I, I I think for me, and I know what our starters can do. I just want to see, I just want to see the starters play. I want to see where they're at, you know, against um, the Pittsburgh Steelers starters. And I wouldn't be disappointed if, you know, if they have some hiccups because it's the first preseason game and the first, you know, game that you're hitting someone else and finally hitting someone else, because again, um, tensions are flaring when it comes to practice. I just think they want to hit someone else besides their own players. Um, (laughs) But let's speak about this for a little bit before we leave some major moves happen in this AFC East. And I'm really to the, to the point where I'm very, very sick of, talking about the Jets. Um, <laughs> like, I'm just jet out. <laughs> jet I don't want to go. I don't want to go on a jet. I don't want to even see the word jet. I don't even want to write the word jet. Like, I'm just, and then I, I was somewhere, I wasn't on, I wasn't on um, the X or Twitter or whatever. And I seen it and I was like, that can't be true. So I went and seen it. I was like, oh, shoot, really? It's really true. Come on, Devin. Devin, your brother's with the Bills. And you said, you know what? Let me go to the Jets. No, why not? Yeah. Uh, Calvin Cook is 
going to be a problem. I was at the game when the Bills played Minnesota last year. Mm -hmm. And I saw what Delvin Cook did to us running down the field. And I dreaded this thought of him joining the Jets because the Jets are looking like a pretty good team. Although, although I must say this, although. I heard, I heard, I'm hearing things Hola. that, that yes, their <laughs> offensive line seems to be having a bit of problem. Now, I always take that with a grain of salt because right. offensive line, it's early. However, mm-hmm. we do play them in the opener. And if we can flatten Rodgers a few times, I think that will go a long way. Frustration. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm counting on. And we talked about this briefly. Ezekiel Elliott for the Patriots. I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't give you any more wins. You guys need – you guys – the Patriots need wide receivers, and I know they got Juju. And I love the fact that Juju's over there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but you, they need more wide right receivers. And I don't know if Zeke gives you more wins back there because they have Stevenson. I think Zeke is falling into that analytic thing that says when they hit 28, because he doesn't look like the same Zeke he did when, right. no. when he came out. So, But I just also thought he was going to go back to Dallas for a pay cut. I did. I was surprised that he went to New England, but you know, hey, the more the merrier, I guess. But go, getting back to to uh, Delvin Cook, yes, Delvin Cook hurt us. Um, that was a was eighty yard return, oh. Jesus. Uh, touchdown. That was sickening. I'll say this: Delvin is not the better of the running backs on that team. Um, Delvin Cook also is coming off an injury of his shoulder. I don't know if he's still the same Delvin, but anytime you can take Brees Hall off the field and put Delvin in, I'm fine with it because Brees Hall to me is a better running back than Delvin. I'm much more worried about Brees Hall. Absolutely. Much more Absolutely. worried. I'm just hoping it he has the same issue with coming back from an ACL that he's a little tentative. <laughs> I, I mean, but not even that. You know what? I, I mm-hmm because I dislike them. I just think this, you, you know, New York and all the hoopla, whatever. So you went and signed Delvin Cook, right? Oh, Delvin, we got Delvin. You should have heard the spaces. Oh my God, we're over the top. We're definitely winning. We're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, calm down. Don't want that target on your back now. Um, And then the next day, right? The next day, Brees Hall comes off the pub list. I'm like, if this is not New York, you guys want all of that shine. Take it. Take it. All of it. Take it all. After last year, I don't care if anybody picks the Bills to win anything. You guys are not even going to the playoffs. Good. You're right. Fine. You're absolutely right about that. We suck. You know how much motivation this team is going to go into your home and be upset and then on the flip side, the Jets are going to be like, you know how tired we are of the Buffalo Bills being us? You can't even say the underdogs no more because you're not. People are picking you to win this division and win the Super Bowl. I put on my Twitter, the Bills shouldn't even play. The Bills, the Dolphins, <laughs> or, New England, or New England shouldn't even play because the Dolphins, I mean, um, the Jets won. All right. Why, why are we playing? Why are we watching? Game's over. Season's over. Yeah. 
I'm down. <laughs> they can't even claim the underdog role. They can't even do it because everybody, every time you go on some station, the Jets, the Jets, we know it. The Bills fans, we know it. Know it so well. Well, and I'm sure the Dolphins are happy to hear all of that too. And speaking of the Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa had a very interesting comment that was posted this morning on uh, X about the Bills fan base. And I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but he basically said that Bills fans, he wished that the Miami Dolphin fans were more like the Buffalo Bills fans and had as much dignity and class. Ooh. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Makes me <laughs> wonder if that was like, did somebody just post that and call it Tua? But uh, Right. Right. Okay, Tua. But you know, it, if he really did say that, it makes sense to me in a way because Tua really appreciated when the Buffalo Bills yes. fan base donated to his charity. I think so, he was more shocked than anything too, though. He probably was, but I, I think that may, if he indeed did say this, then I think that's probably where it's coming from, was a major amount of respect for the Bills fan base, which, yeah. well, we, after all, we are the best fan base in sports. Yeah, I mean, it was it was on, I think it was on an article. I mean, we are. Like, yeah. It's not it's like, like we're saying it. <laughs> oh, whatever. So funny. Um, okay. But that is, what? That's I, it. I've seen so many different times that the Bills game is on Saturday. One said 630. Mm -hmm. I've seen another one that said um, 1 o'clock. So I'm oh. not sure. Let me see. The only thing I saw yeah, was it's 630. 630. Yeah, it's 630. Because someone said, I don't know where I was I was listening, but they said all Bills games are at 1 o'clock this preseason. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Mm -mm. I think the one on Saturday. So Saturday at 630. Mm. Yes. And I always have to like in my mind because I'm on the mountain time zone. It's like, are right. you talking Eastern time? Let's remember not everybody's in right. the Eastern time zone. So it's 630 Eastern time. And I don't believe it's going to be televised live outside of the local market. I don't oh, think right. So I don't think so. I can catch it because I have game pass, but uh, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be nationally televised. Which is fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it, so, it should be interesting. I, I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to be watching and also celebrate my, my daughter's birthday too. But yes, definitely text me because, like we did last last. Because I like I like bombing you with the text. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot. Oh yes, uh, you see that play? <laughs> and then I'm gonna I watch. I, I went and bought NFL um, Plus to watch the games back. Because I, I missed some stuff on the game and I just went back and watched it again. Well, that's good, too, because you can get the all 22 film. Yes. And, and during the season, you and I might take some extra time and, and go over some of that. Because okay. It, yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. I can't wait to um, yeah talk to you again about the next preseason game. But that is it, I think, right? That's we, it for we us. touched everything. Um, yeah. So, guys, thank you for listening and watching live. This will drop on Friday, like I said before. Um, yeah, this is I Tea Time her. with Robin. And I love I'll, her. I love her. Her. It's always I, the I opposite. Like <laughs> have a great well, week, everybody. You. Yes, have a great week. Peace this is Tea Time with Robin. Peace out. 
Go Bills always. Peace.